You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl Jonan right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that's around the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now so what is happening everybody i hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal past couple of weeks so far you know what i mean because last week as you may know we did not have a brand new episode because your girl was out of town. I was over in California visiting some family. Shout out to my cousin Shyla for turning two. It was her birthday. Uh, love her so much. Um, hopefully one day she'll actually come back to this episode and listen to the shout out that I've given her. I think before, <laughs> exactly a year ago, uh, maybe around her birthday still, I also gave her a shout out. So uh, she's going to be very enlightened uh, when she gets older and she actually is able to listen to these episodes <laughs> in retrospect. However, uh, I'm so excited for this week's episode because, okay, I'll just give you some like, I guess, um, situational updates. So as I'm recording this episode right now, I usually record my episodes later in the evening when I get back home from uh, the lab, from work. And today is a little bit different. So today I woke up, uh, the day that I'm usually supposed to pre-record TKO, I woke up and I said, listen, I need to be recording TKO this morning because of how excited I am. Okay, ready for this? Drum roll. Because it's episode number 300. Okay, it's finally here and I cannot believe it. Okay, I knew that I was going to get hyped. To be honest, I didn't know I was going to get this hyped. And goodness, I'm just like, I'm honestly almost out of words right now. And the day is finally here, and I'm so excited. We made it, y'all. We made it, TKO Nation. And oh gosh, uh, I really have to uh, put put very important disclaimers out there, though. We would not be here today if it were not because of the love and support given us by our family here at CFRU, our Fruby family. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, I remember the first day that I recorded TKO, the very first episode of TKO in October of 2016. And I was just so excited because, uh, you know, when you when you have a passion to, to talk about a certain topic and raise awareness of certain issues, and you you're finally given the platform. You're like, I'm so grateful, and I, I like let's let's go, champ. You know that's the type of attitude that we we've had since day one, and uh, it still remains to this day. And here we are, uh, December 2022. Do the math for yourself, y'all. That's six years of TKO, uh, which equates to 300 half-hour episodes of TKO, and that equals to 150 hours of your girl right here just speaking into the void, talking about everything combat sports, everything martial arts, everything, just like uh, so much content out there. 
Um, and if you haven't already, 100, 100%, I would recommend that you go on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or the archives at CFRU.ca and listen to some of our old, old episodes. You know what? You might come across some really good gems out there. Uh, as you may know, a lot has taken place and happened since 2016 in the world, uh, let alone uh, the world of combat sports. So as everything progressed so did the show and the show just kind of evolved around the evolution of combat sports period so we've come a long way and again we would not be here if it weren't because of the love and support given and the platform of course given to us by our family here at cfru 93.3 fm and of course the love and support given to us by you guys tko nation okay i'm so excited tonight i really want to do something big so yesterday i actually went out with uh, my good friend julia for some drinks but i forgot to make a toast to tko's 300th episode so i think today after i finish work and get back home i'll really have to do something and celebrate with family or something you know what i mean like when you have these type of accomplishments you gotta celebrate them proper so that is indeed the plan so episode 300 is finally here and so a lot has happened over the past two weeks i feel like literally every time we don't have an episode for whatever reason a lot takes place and the the updates and the news just accumulates over time and this is definitely the case over the past two weeks we've had important legal updates in terms of uh mixed martial arts okay um globally speaking um uh we've also got very important fights to talk about and break down for this upcoming weekend ufc 282 is upon us and it's going to be very very exciting uh we are going to be having the replace excuse me the replacement main events for the evening Jan blokovich fighting off against magomed ankalaev uh for the vacant light heavyweight championship and uh hell yes so excited for this um very very intriguing fight uh last or last episode i believe we did talk about this fight briefly but today i really do want to go into some some more details of this fight and uh just just break it down for y'all and you know, we, we should actually see what's up and who you should be potentially betting on. And speaking of betting, we have some important updates on betting. And okay, you know what? I feel like this is a perfect segue for me to get to. Um, and you know what? I'm just going to jump right into it. So, ha! Huh. Sorry to burst your bubble, but if you are listening to this from Ontario, Canada... Sorry, you can't even bet on UFC 282 anymore. Uh, and you're like, wait, what? Like, we, what? You know, that makes no sense. And that is because uh, the Ontario Athletic Commission, alongside the Alberta Athletic Commission, have both banned uh, odd making and betting on combat sports fights, period, permanently. And uh, this is very intriguing and very interesting. And you know what? 
at first when it was announced, it was very out of the blue. But then something else happens along uh, like the next few days after that announcement was first put out. And it kind of made a little bit more sense as to why those two provinces have uh, those two provincial athletic commissions had decided to put a complete permanent ban on sports betting when it comes to uh, mixed martial arts. So why is that the case? Um, this this was very big when it was initially announced in the world of MMA. So as you may know, um, there's been a lot of speculation and actually like investigation, like police investigation of suspicious betting activity that was uh, surrounding James Krause's team in the UFC. So who is James Krause? James Krause, he used to fight for the UFC himself. And uh, after a while, he actually decided to coach folks. And recently, more recently, you do see him cornering fighters and coaching them in fights. So what happened was that, <clears throat> and you know what? Disclaimer, I really want to pick my words wisely when I'm discussing this issue because you probably know this is still very hot, very fresh news, and I really don't want to give you guys false information. So I really want to be speaking in general terms as much as possible and speculative terms as, as much as possible because this um, issue is still under investigation by different commissions. Uh, but I will give you uh, some of the definitive stuff that have been announced in this regard regarding this issue. So yes, James Krause is involved, but why Why is there so much drama around this person? There's been speculations and rumors, and this is exactly the thing that's currently under investigation, that James Krause in the last fight that his fighter was having in the UFC, he knew very well that his fighter had already blown his knee. So his fighter was fighting with an injured knee. James Krause was set to encourage his fighter to keep on fighting in that fight and don't give up. Which is, I mean, you know, that's kind of, you know, that's expected. Nobody in a fight uh, would actually, I mean, sometimes if, if your, your injuries are really bad and uh, your, your coach really cares about your health over, over your victory, they would encourage you to, to throw in the towel or they would throw in the towel for you and you would have to kind of like quit the fight. But in this case, James Krause actually encouraged his fighter to keep, to keep on fighting, which by itself, you know, makes sense. You're like, OK, he's just trying to, you know, uphold that um, like champ mentality. However, that is not the entire story. It is pretty complicated and kind of messed up. I'll tell you why. While James Krause was encouraging his own injured fighter to keep on fighting, he himself had actually bet humongous amount of money on the opponent who was fighting his fighter and not only that James Krause had also encouraged other people to bet on the other fighter the person who was not his own fighter because after all when you know that something is definitive in this case the injury of your own fighter 
and you being like the the literal puppet controller in this case you're like you know what i'm gonna push this person to keep on fighting for more even though they're injured so that their injury gets worse well of course they're gonna lose of course they're gonna lose and the other person's gonna win and that's gonna make me a lot of money so that's exactly what he did and that's very disgusting um and you know what i said it very bluntly here that's been confirmed, okay? It's been very um, uh, out to the open, everything that I just told you, okay? So it's not like I'm trying to accuse anyone of doing anything. It's been proven, and that's exactly why the uh, commissions are actually having this under investigation, and this is exactly why the UFC has announced that James Krause is permanently banned from the UFC and any fighter affiliated with him or, and also any fighter training in his gym and being trained by him is also suspended from the UFC until the investigation is actually completed. And I feel like that's a very, very good call uh, because this is really messed up. Um, you wouldn't really... Let me just tell you this, okay? Uh, <laughs> one thing that we... Uh, I mean, personally, me as a diehard MMA fan, something that I always was proud of uh, the sport of MMA was that it wasn't really rigged. It was not a rigged sport. And uh, if you had it in you, you would win fights. If you just couldn't perform, you would lose fights. And that was that, that's just what it was. And there was no suspicious behind the scenes stuff that would take place as opposed to some other forms of combat sports like boxing and again i i'm not trying to accuse different parties of doing anything these are confirmed facts okay so everybody knows that boxing sometimes is rigged we see fighters being robbed all the time that is no coincidence in boxing okay we've seen it over years happening so that's not a, that's that is not really a surprise to us anymore it is a big surprise to us though in the world of mma because we thought that mma was a clean sport and that you know, especially when you enter MMA, you just care about defending your fighting legacy and just get in there. You just want to fight your opponent and just having a good, clean fight and just just enjoying the game. But unfortunately, that is not the case anymore, at least when it comes to this particular individual. And it, it is really disheartening because I feel like, yeah, it, it's only for now, it's only one person who's been confirmed of doing this, but I feel like it does put a bad reputation to MMA. Um, but, it, and also, I guess how um, other commissions went about making a decision about this whole situation. For example, the thing that uh, Ontario and Alberta have done in this case, they've banned all betting activities for, for like all combat sports, which is a little bit, too much in this case because they they saw the james Krause situation and they decided to make a make a grand decision like that but that's what i mean when um i feel when i talk about one person giving a bad reputation to the whole sport one unfortunate situation just kind of like ruining ruining everything for the rest of the sports league and the rest of the fighters Betting, for, for as long as we all can remember, betting has always been a part of price fighting, you know, it, not just talking about 
like the professional fights, also like in underground fights. It's just part, it's always been part of the game and also part of sports in general, right? Um, it is a huge business, sports betting. And so, yeah, it's just like, it, it is a little bit perplexing to me that um, they're they're making an extreme decision like this for the entire sport as opposed to just like how the UFC has made their decision just um, specify that decision to one particular individual, the individual who was responsible for all the suspicious activities and whatnot, as opposed to just prosecuting the whole sport, if you know what I mean. So it is a very complicated situation. It is still under development. So as uh, more news develops, I'll definitely keep you guys updated here on TKO. But this was one of the biggest things that um, happened when I was away. And um, it's it's huge. It's very huge. And also not to not to jump to conclusions or anything. But in my opinion, James Krause was actually a very good commentator. Like I might have even like quoted him a couple times on the podcast. Um, he has a very interesting MMA podcast himself. Although I'm going to tell you guys uh a lot of the stuff that he would talk about because he would also give his own predictions in his podcast, right? When he would break down fights from what I can remember and uh, the way that he would predict stuff, it was very specific and seemed pretty darn accurate. Like you would see all the, the stuff that he would predict happen almost 98% of the time, which I mean, now after everything that's happened, I'm just like, that's interesting. I think the, the the best way to describe it is just to say that that was interesting. Hmm, you know, like it gets you thinking. But anywho, that's been the case. So unfortunately, uh, all of us living in Ontario right now, we cannot make any bets, put on any bets on the fights that are happening this upcoming Saturday. But um, we can still talk about it, right? You can still just kind of like... I guess verbally bet on fights like if you if you're watching with friends and family just be like I don't care what y'all think I'm just gonna be rooting for for example like Magomedonka live whatever you know just just that type of betting but like you cannot actually make money off of it anywho so this is very interesting uh because uh Jan Blokovic like I mentioned and and Magomed Anka Live, they were not really supposed to be fighting on this fight card because uh, originally the champion at light heavyweight division, uh, Hiri Prochaska, he was supposed to be having a rematch fight against the guy who he beat in order to get the belt for himself, Glover Teixeira. So he was supposed to be fighting him for UFC 282. But what happened was that um, here at Prochaska, he sustained a really bad injury. And the recovery period was set to be kind of long. And so because of that, not only was the uh, fight between him and Teixeira, uh, not only was it going to be canceled, but also it was said that the recovery was going to be so long that here he was going to be having trouble getting back into the octagon in a timely manner so that he can actually defend his title in the first place. So what happened was that um, here Prochaska had to actually relinquish the belt 
and the belts became vacant. And so this is why Jan Blakovich and um, uh, Magomed Ankalaev are going to be fighting for this now vacant title. And oh boy, it's going to be so, so incredibly exciting. So, uh, you know what? This is just like, as the more I'm looking into this fight, the more interesting it is to me. Because Jan Blakovich, as you may know, uh, he was the former champion. He was also a former champion in the light heavyweight division. He was the champion until, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing how the, uh, if you want to call it karma in the world of MMA, it's amazing how it works because he was actually originally beaten by Glover Teixeira. And then we, I just told you, Glover Tisher was beaten by Hiri Prochaska. Hiri Prochaska had to relinquish the belt. And now the belt is up for grabs again for Jan Blakovich. And so <laughs> it's, uh, it's very interesting. It's like the MMA universe is giving Jan Blakovich a whole new opportunity once again. A, another opportunity at the belt. And <laughs> is it going to work for him again? Is it, is it not? You know, that's something that he has to prove in this fight. But I have to tell you, Magomed Ankalaev is no opponent to underestimate. Therefore, this so-called regaining the belt, if you want to call it that, regaining the belt fight for Jan Blakovich is not going to be an easy one at all. Because Magomed Ankalaev let me just describe him to you. He is a light heavyweight version, the light heavyweight version of Habib Nurmagomedov because his wrestling is on point. And, you know, so just take that and then make his physique kind of bigger and add in accurate striking. And with that accurate striking, you know, just multiply the factor being that um, he is originally a bigger guy. And with every punch that he delivers, the punch delivers so much power because of how how bigger he is, you know, how much bigger he is. So things are not going to be easy for Jan Blakovich at all in this case. He is going to have to going there, guns blazing, not a single moment to spare, not a single moment to take a break in this fight when he is going to be fighting against Ankalaev. Um, we all know that Jan Blokovic uh, has very amazing striking. I would say that's something that he needs to mainly focus on. He needs to um, really try to keep Ankalaev in a distance within uh, punching range however not really get him too close so that Uncle Live can actually grapple with him because if he does get to grapple with him things are definitely going to go south for um, Jan Blakovich very very fast um, overall though uh, even even when we're talking about striking it's going to be tricky because in my opinion Magomed Ankalaev is just like I mentioned earlier he's just a very well-rounded MMA fighter in general yes his striking um, is really good and his wrestling is really good too but um, I feel like even if Jan decides to just pursue a dominantly uh, a, a dominant striking strategy in this case, he still needs to watch out for it. Watch out for 
uh, all the power shots that could be coming towards him. Um, especially this is important to note to make a note of because uh, if you look at all the past wins that um, Uncle Life has had, he's won through uh, a lot of uh, knockouts and TKOs, which is not fun and uh, something that Jan Blakovich definitely needs to keep an eye out for. So having said that, yeah, I mean, it's easy for us commentators and fans to just sit back here and say, oh, yeah, I feel like if Jan is um, is supposed to employ a very careful striking strategy, he could probably beat Magomed Ankalaev. But that's the thing. He is, after all, fighting Magomed Ankalaev, a man who, like I said, so well-rounded and also has only had one loss on his professional career ever which was back in 2018, so it's been a hot minute. And every single fight since that loss, he's won very aggressively and very dominantly. So, uh, yeah, it's not going to be an easy fight for Jan Blakovich. Uh, what is going to be happening on Saturday night, though, is a complete display of heart. Uh, you don't. Neither of these guys are the type of guy who would just kind of like want to take it easy so that they can just get points and win a fight. These are not the type of guys here. Uh, you are going to be seeing a display of heart, a display of great technique. Uh, they're, In my opinion, they're just going to go at it from the very first second. And uh, it's going to be one of those legendary fights, in my opinion. Also, this is going to be the last pay-per-view event of the UFC for the whole year, for the whole 2022 year. And I feel like they definitely, the matchmakers really want to, really want to make this, uh, like, the, the, they want to go out with a bang, if you know what I mean. So I feel like that's definitely going to happen. However, uh, I'll tell you what, um, I'm personally very excited to watch this fight. However, I do have a birthday party to go to on Saturday night. But I'm crossing my fingers that at some point I'll actually get to watch at least the main event for UFC 282. Hopefully I get to because, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If anything, I'll just pull out my phone in the party and be like, hey, y'all, sorry, I have to. Y'all know me. I mean, Janan, you know, the TKO gal, she she got to watch her fight. You know, you know, we're turning up. But at the same time, I got to watch my fight. You know what I mean? But uh, anyways, oh, um, now that we have this opportunity, I do want to give a big shout out to my good friend whose birthday is on Saturday and uh, she's having a party on Saturday. Uh, shout out to Karen. Karen, uh, I love you so much. Uh, we, um, we've we come a long way. And I remember the days that uh, we would just go to the university gym and uh, we would box together. The good old days, we wake up so early in the morning and then we had this, uh, I remember we had this boxing playlist and uh, you would play the, the Rocky theme song and we're just there hitting the heavy bag and um, it was such an incredible time and I still get like uh, in my camera roll because I would take pictures and videos of us and it still shows up in the in the memory thing that comes up every now and then and uh, love you so much and um, uh, let's go champ you know you <laughs> you rock girl and uh, so excited to celebrate your birthday with you and so yeah um, Karen and I have the 
uh, the, the, the catchphrase, let's go champ, that we use all the time with each other. We call each other champ, rightfully so. Uh, love you so much. Um, and so, yeah, man, as you can tell, I'm just feeling incredibly grateful right now and feeling incredibly blessed. Episode 300 has been recorded. It is finally in the books. I'm so incredibly grateful and blessed. And uh, I really appreciate every single one of you. And I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download our episodes. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Yeah.